Hello, this is Pastor Kim Miller here. We pastor a New Creation Family Church together, my husband and I, Pastor Gary Miller. And you are listening to our podcast, the Transformation Podcast, um, which is a ministry of New Creation Family Church, Miller Outreach Ministries. It's one of the things that we do. Um, and if you're in the Springfield, Missouri area, uh, get a hold of us on Facebook. You can contact us there. Contact information is there. We'd love to meet you. We'd love to see you. Um, we're planning a church here in Springfield, Missouri, and you're invited to come. You'll get all the details um, that you need as you contact us, and as things unfold, we'll have that all posted for you. So, Today, my subject that the Lord put on my heart is, what does it mean to be holy? You know, there's a lot of confusion about that. And we see so much craziness in the world. So many believers conforming to the ways of this world, caught up in the current culture, excuse me. You know, I mean, we hear a lot about woke, you know, culture and all this stuff like that. And you know, and believers, it's so sad because we've seen so many of them that are confused and have gotten off from what the word of God says as far as how believers are supposed to be. You know, the Bible tells us to come out from among them and be separate, that believers are supposed to be different from people that don't know Jesus. You know, and when I when I minister, I try to make it real simple so folks can understand because, you know, God's word is always relevant. No matter what the times are changing or things look like on this earth, God's word is always relevant. And living by the word of God will cause you to live as an overcomer in your life. And every area of your life, did you know, you know, the Lord wants you to overcome. He doesn't want you to be barely getting by, you know, struggling in life in your marriage, struggling with your raising your kids you know, struggling with lack. He's got so much for us. You know, Jesus did so much for us through his death and his resurrection. You know, it would have been more than enough if he made it for us to just go to heaven. But he loves us so much that he did even more than that. He provided for our healing. He provided provision so we don't have to lack. Um, he provided so that we can overcome the things that have been trying to overcome us. You know, Jesus died on the cross. He suffered and went to hell and he rose again. You know, when he was on that cross, he said it was finished. You know, Jesus did so much for us. And it's up to us now to take hold of what Jesus has taken hold of for us. Well, how do we do that? By living by the word. That's how we do that. That's how we take hold of the reality of his word in our lives. By living by the word. There's no other way and there's no shortcuts. But, you know, it's okay. We don't have to do it alone. He's given us the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. It's so important to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, you don't have to do life alone. Neither do I, and I'm so thankful. You know, because things are pretty crazy on this earth. So I'm so thankful that I don't have to do it alone. I have the Holy Spirit. Every day I rely on the power of, my Holy, of the Holy Spirit in my marriage. And in every area of my life, you know, the Holy Spirit isn't just to help with things that you consider spiritual. He's here to help you with everything in your life, you know. And what matters to you matters to God. Isn't that so cool? You know, um, one of the things that God has put on our hearts to do as pastors, as we plant New Creation Family Church um, in Springfield, Missouri, is to help people know God is their father. So that way they can be transformed by the reality of, their of his love. See, the love of God, knowing God is your father, will transform your life. 
You can't stay the same and be touched by his love. You can't stay the same and understand his goodness. Your life will manifest the fruit of knowing him as your father God and knowing his love. You'll be changed. You know, he doesn't want you to stay the same. God loves you so much, you know, that it takes like you are, but he doesn't expect you to stay that way. He transforms you by the power of his love. So we're here to help with that. That's one of the things we're here to help with. All right. So today we're talking about what does it mean to be holy? You know, some folks think it means um, women always have to wear dresses and skirts. Um, they can't wear makeup. They have to have certain hairstyles. They can't have short hair. I happen to have long hair right now. But, you know, that's not holiness. That's not what the Bible says is holiness. You know, holiness is being conformed to the image of Jesus. Bible says that we're conformed to his image from glory to glory. That means more and more we're conformed to his image. We become more and more like Jesus. Now, how do we be conformed to the image of Jesus more and more? By staying in his word, by spending time with him every day. You know, you'll begin, the more you spend time with someone, you know, you begin to fall in love with them. It's the same way with Jesus. The more you spend time with him, you'll experience his goodness and you'll fall in love with him. And your heart will be changed and you'll want to do the things that please him. You'll just begin to act like him. You know, they say that, you know, you begin to act like the people you hang around with. It's really true. Hang around with Jesus. Hang around with his word. You'll begin to fall in love with him and you'll be changed more and more and more and more. And you'll be a powerful witness to the people that don't know Jesus, you know. Jesus isn't for us to just keep to ourselves. He wants us to be a living example of his goodness to other people, just like he saved you and me. You know, he's planted us on this earth for a reason, to be a witness, the Bible says. You know, and how can we be a witness if we're not living by his word? People aren't going to want who we have. Well, we need to first experience God for ourselves. And we do that by living by his word, going to church, Spending time, you know, going to church isn't enough. And it's religion if you just go to church and don't serve Jesus in your personal life, in the private things in your life, the things that nobody sees. That's just religion. And Jesus did not come to give us religion. He's come to help us. Have, he's come to give us relationship with Father God. The Bible says as many as receive him, he gives them the power to become the sons of God. And that goes for daughters, too, of course. And women are just as important as men, and men are just as important as women, and God loves us all, and we can all glorify him. It's not like, you know, only the men are supposed to have certain privilege or, or this feminist baloney that, you know, uh, women are better than men and all this other junk. You know, neither male nor female, the Bible says, they're all one in Christ Jesus. But we have different gifts and abilities, and God made us different as men and women, so men and women are both needed you know, on this earth, in the marriage relationship, and on this earth, even this, in, in the single people, too, you're not left out. God's got a powerful plan for you, too. And if you're believing God for a mate, serve him wholeheartedly. Things just don't work when you don't do things God's way. They just don't, I'm telling you. The best way is God's way because he loves you. He loves me. He has our best interests at heart always. And if you serve him, you'll never be disappointed. The Bible says that you know, exercise profits a little. And I believe in exercising. I've been losing weight and I'm going to get to the place where I need to be. But working on that right now, because that glorifies God. He wants us to be healthy. He wants us to be a good example, even in that too. 
But the Bible says that godliness is profitable. The devil would like to lie to people and say, oh, you're not going to get ahead if you did things God's way. You're not going to have certain things that you desire if you did things God's way. No, godliness is profitable. And God always honors those who honor him. It may take a little bit of time, but if you stick with him long enough, you'll see the fruit of victory in your life. You'll see yourself beginning to overcome. You'll see the things that you desire because God will bless you. When you do things his way, there's always blessings. There's blessings for obedience. But like I said, he doesn't want to have some kind of religion with you. He wants you to worship him in your life every day and to rely on him in your life every day. So we're talking about what is being holy. Being holy isn't, you know, how you look. Although, of course, if you're living a holy life, you wouldn't want to copy the world and, and, and look inappropriate and, you know, and things like that. Ladies, you need to glorify God in your attire. And that doesn't mean looking like a frumpy old woman because I don't believe in that. I'm 52 years old. I think we need to be stylish. That's cool. Everyone has personal preferences about fashion. But I know that it does not glorify God when you have everything showing. It's only meant for someone you're married to to show. You know, wear a tank top under it. You know, pull your skirt down a little bit. You know, that doesn't mean look like a frumpy, frumpy old woman. Like I said, you can be stylish and still glorify God. There's ways to do that, and there is. I know a lot of women, a lot of Christian women don't even realize that. But what example are you setting in your dress? The Bible says that, you know, we need to, everything we do in word or in deed, do it all in the name of Jesus. Everything we do should be glorifying God. And none of us are perfect, and we're all growing. But the things that we see, the things that the Holy Spirit reveals to us, the truth that we know, we need to begin to walk in it and live by it. And we'll grow more and more. So what is being holy? It's being conformed to the image of Jesus more and more. It's falling in love with him. That's the only way we're going to be holy is when we begin to fall in love with Jesus. Well, how do we do that? Like I said, by spending time with him. I spend time with someone and get to know them. You begin to fall in love with them and you begin to act like them and their character and, and begins to show up in your life. So that's what it means to be holy. And you can't be holy without spending time with Jesus, without spending time in the Word. It's important to find a good local church. And like I said, we're planting one here. Spring from Missouri. Follow us on Facebook. Um, uh, New Creation Family Church slash Miller Outreach Ministries. Get a hold of us. Get in touch with us. We'd love to meet you. And, you know, if you live in the area, we'd love to be your pastors if God's leading you that way. You know, we want to make a difference here on this earth. We're called to make a difference. And we're called to help you make a difference. To have, to help you know God is Father. And, and be transformed by the power of his love. And your transformed life will help other lives be transformed. You know, we didn't have Jesus just to keep to ourselves. Okay, so let's go over to Matthew 3.8. Let me find that on my phone. I'm going to read that to you all. And you can follow along if you have a Bible or a device handy. Okay, let's see, Matthew 3, 8. Let's get to there. Like I said, I like to preach real simple and understandable because the gospel is simple. It's not hard. He wants us to be able to apply it. You know, I try not to use all these fancy words. I want to be understandable because I want to help you. I want your life to be changed. My job is to help you. Of course, you got to do your part in that. I'm only responsible for delivering, and Pastor Gary is only responsible for delivering the messages that God puts on our heart. But it's your job to do it. But we're here to help you. We're here to help you. We're here to help you do it. So let's see. Um, it is, let's see, Matthew 3, 8. Let me find that here. I was talking and I didn't look it up. So let me look it up here. Matthew 3, 8. 
All right. My phone's acting a little bit weird here, but here it is. All right, here it's coming. Okay, it says, produce fruit in keeping with repentance. So that's telling us right there in Matthew 3, 8, that repentance is a continual thing for a believer. It's a continual lifestyle, living a life of repentance. You know, if he who knows to do right and doesn't do it, it's sin. We grow more and more. Repentance is something that's always going to be in our lives as a believer. You know, and the Bible says that if we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. See, a love relationship with Jesus, when you begin to know Father God as your father, like I said, you'll be transformed by the power of his love and you won't want a license to sin. The more you fall in love with him and get to know him, you'll want to do what he says. The Bible says the goodness of God leads us to repentance. When you experience his goodness, when you really get to know him, you want to please him and you'll be changed. So a life of repentance is a lifelong thing for you and I as believers. Oh, Father God, please forgive me. I said something I shouldn't have. You know, help me to do better. But you got to do your part, too. You know, God's not going to shut your mouth when you shouldn't say something. He's not going to make you not get in someone's car you shouldn't be with. You need to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. And you can't make excuses for sins. You know, he know, who knows to do right and doesn't do it, it's sin. And when we confess our sins and repent, repent doesn't just mean saying you're sorry. It means a change, a change of mind. It starts out with a decision. It starts out with a decision that you follow up with and do the things that you know that are right. And you have the Holy Spirit to help you. The Bible says, can't remember off the top of my head where it's at, but I can look it up for all you all. I'm going to make you guys do some work. You need to be students of the word. It says that sin no longer has power, us over, power over us anymore. No longer has dominion over us anymore. See, a lot of believers, they don't see themselves that way. They see themselves as a struggling sinner. And that's not who Jesus made you and I. When we received Jesus and made him the Lord of our lives, when we accepted him um, into our lives as our Lord and Savior, we became free from the power of sin. Oh, but Pastor Ken, we all sin. Yes, we all sin. We all mess up. But we don't have to be bound by sin. And the way to not let sin dominate our lives is to be in the Word and to renew our minds. What does it mean to renew our minds? Good question. I'm glad you asked. Well, I was going to tell you anyway. <laughs> that means, you know, thinking the Word of God, knowing the Word of God. And we're going to teach it to you and help you. You hook up with us in Springfield, Missouri. Or if you're out of the area, listen to our podcast. We want to help you. We want to be a blessing to you. So what you do is um, you get in the word of God. You learn the word of God. You think about it. You, you make it personal. Okay, so I'm Kimberly Ann Miller. Kimberly Ann Miller, sin no longer has dominion over you. I don't have to be bound by sin. It doesn't have to control my life. That's meditating on the word, speaking it, thinking about it, making it personal. And it gets in your heart that way. I just throughout the day, I just think of certain scriptures and speak them over to myself over and over as I go about my day. And I spend time with the Lord, quality time and on and off throughout the day. I talk to him. I'm listening. I'm aware of his presence. You know, just begin to be a person of prayer. Prayer isn't just something you pick up and put down. It's just being conscious and aware of his presence. 
listening to him, being obedient to the word of God, even to where what he feel what you feel led to do, what he places on your heart to do. Oh, go over to this one and, and give them a word of encouragement. Whatever. You are important and needed in the body of Christ. The Bible says we're all members, you know, those that have made Jesus Lord, we're all members of the body of Christ. And all of us are important and needed on this earth to make a difference. Your kind word can change someone's life and it's not insignificant. It may mean the world to them. So be obedient. And spend time with God, good quality time in his word, and just worshiping him. Some folks don't even know where to start. Just thank him. Oh, Father, I thank you that I have food on the table. Father, I thank you that I have a home. Father, I thank you for my family. Oh, you're so good. And just begin to sing to him or pray to him and just worship him. And we talk about being filled with the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. I don't have time to get into it now, but that's something that we make sure we teach a new creation family church because Jesus said that we need the power of the Holy Spirit. So we teach you about that and we make the power of the Holy Spirit available to you. We teach you, we talk about, we pray for you, whoever wants to be filled with the Holy Spirit because we need the Holy Spirit. We do. So that way we can have his power in our lives to overflowing, to accomplish what he's called to accomplish in our personal lives and to help others. Okay, so it says, keep bearing fruit to repentance, Matthew 3, 8. So, um, this is how we live a life of repentance. This is what it means to be holy and how to do it. So we don't have to be bound by sin. Some folks struggle with addiction. The more you get into the, the word of God, the more you um, spend time with God, the more you learn his word, the more you fall in love with him, the more you'll be changed and become more like him. So that's what I wanted to talk to you all about today that was on my heart. And I pray you be blessed. If you're blessed um, by these podcasts, let us know. Send us a message on Facebook. Uh, check us out on our church track. There's a link on there. Get a hold of us and pass this podcast on. Okay? And we have many other subjects there. Check them out. And uh, we just want to be a blessing. All right? So we'll catch you next time on the Transformation Podcast.